This is 52 Gifts, and I'm Bernadette, here to tell you about my big, little project to bring more smiles to the people in my life by sending them the perfect gifts. For birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, or mainly just because, this is where I share all the details with you so you can enjoy these 52 gifts, too. Hello! Welcome to week 10 of this 52-week giving project. Today I am thinking about how I can get my creative juices flowing because I just received a call for entries in a swag designing contest. There is this spectacular company that I follow regularly for Uh, research data and trends for nonprofit fundraising and they run all kinds of studies to figure out what works and what doesn't when it comes to online fundraising and email marketing and the reports that they put out have a lot of information that I use to help my clients and to create presentations for talks and conferences and such so anyway they have a conference each year called the NEO Summit and it's NIO. It stands for Nonprofit Innovation and Optimization. And the summit always has a fun theme. So each year at this time, they announce a contest to get people to put in designs for their swag items. And the winner gets two free tickets to their conference. So I really wanted to go last year, but it's really it's pretty pricey because I'm like a solo person um, and I'm not actually a fundraiser and a nonprofit so you know I, I consult nonprofits so it was kind of hard to justify the trip even though I knew that it was going to be a ton of great information so when I heard about the contest I was like this is my opportunity I am going to win this contest so I I just sat down and I sketched out a whole bunch of like really poor designs because I'm not an artist. (laughs) And I sent in like four or five options and a few of them made it to the finals. And the theme was Wizard of Oz. So you can just imagine all the fun ideas that people came up with. And two of my designs were winners. So I got to go to the conference in Kansas City and I was able to bring one of my clients who's also a friend, but that was a huge perk because she is a development person. So it was a really fun thing to be able to pass on to somebody who could really benefit from all the content that they present there. And it was totally awesome. So it was also super cool to see everybody wearing my shirt designs. And I mean, well, when I say design, I mean that very loosely. It was really a concept that an actual person with artistic skills took and made into a great looking design. So like it was my idea, but certainly not my design skills or whatever. So anyway, I just, I had to really resist the urge to go around to everybody (laughs) and say, hey, I made that shirt you're wearing. (laughs) It's kind of scary how often I have to consciously restrain myself from being super obnoxious. It's actually very difficult. Like I my true self just wants to be very obnoxious a lot of the time. 
<laughs> so anyway, I'm working on it. Um, so now this year's contest has been announced. The theme is game shows, which I happen to be a big fan of. And so I'm trying to gear myself up to start brainstorming some, you know, game show ideas. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of come on downs and, you know, survey says stuff. So I want to really dig deep and try to, you know, plug into my true punny powers and come up with some really interesting and unique connections between fundraising and game shows, you know, some creative plays on words and I don't know, we'll see. So I need to come up with not your average entries so that I can win again and I can go to the conference in Austin in September. Meanwhile, I'm also in mid-gift this week. The number 10 gift is for a friend's birthday. And it's a little belated. His birthday was a few days ago. But the idea didn't dawn on me early enough. And the thing that I wanted was specific and needed to be shipped from New York. So I guess another added bonus to this project is that a little thing like being a few days late isn't going to stop me from giving a gift anymore. (laughs) Whereas before, I may have said, oh, I have this great gift idea, but the moment has passed and now it's too late. And that would just be one more gift that went ungifted. So now, a little tardiness is no problem. This week's gift is a pancake mix and organic syrup set from Crown Maple. So officially, it is called Crown Maple Pancake Breakfast with Organic Maple Sugar Pancake Mix in Royal Treatment Box with Amber Color Rich Taste Organic Maple Syrup. (laughs) That's the official name. The Crown Maple Company is located in Dover Plains, which is not far from where we used to live, and I remember hearing about it as the company was being built. It launched in 2010, and the buzz, oh, no, I guess that's bees, that's honey. I thought there was going to be a pun there, but no, no, there's not. Anyway, the buzz was that it was a like a really high-quality maple company. Like, they were kind of being marketed as like a fancy syrup, <laughs> if there is such a thing. So ever since I discovered that most popular pancake syrups are nothing more than high fructose corn syrup and like some brown coloring. I only buy actual maple syrup. It's like one of my, I don't know, borderline snobby food rules. (laughs) And I think my kids tried to get me to buy Mrs. Butterworth's or something. Um, I mean, no shade to Mrs. Butterworth because I happen to really enjoy the flavor of that, but they quickly realized that it was a non-negotiable. Like once I realized there was actually no maple syrup in (laughs) the syrup, I was like, I'm not buying this anymore. What a sham. So anyway, for some reason, I feel like if I'm going to eat that much sugar, it needs to at least be a natural sugar product. So it probably does not matter, but 
you know, we do these things and we think we're so right in doing them. You know, buying maple, real maple syrup makes me feel good. So whatever, whether it makes sense or, or not, oh well. Today, I'm expecting this package from Crown to be delivered so that I can drop it off at our friend's house. And this is going to be a perfect gift for our friend Chris because he once said to me in conversation that one of his greatest joys is making breakfast for people. And he may have even said that he likes to make people breakfast and watch them eat it, (laughs) which was hilarious and just slightly bizarre, which is kind of Chris, and that's why we like him. So (laughs) I think that he's really going to enjoy this little gift set because it's something local from where we used to live in New York, so it's not something you'd necessarily find around here, although I do think I've spotted the syrup around but anyway it comes in a fancy box which is a plus and it's going to help him do more of something that he really enjoys making breakfast for his family plus I think a lot of adults don't get birthday gifts that often other than maybe from like their close family members so it's a little extra fun to give unexpected gifts to grown-ups Especially if you know that thing in particular is going to really make them happy. Like Susan's MFM shirt, my favorite murder shirt. This is a specific thing that I'm giving because it's just the right item. Not because I feel obligated to give our friend a gift. We wouldn't normally do that. Which I feel like that just adds to the surprise and the novelty of it. And the last thing that you'd want to do is create an expectation that we now exchange birthday gifts. Like, that's not the thing at all. (laughs) I feel like people have enough going on in their lives than to worry about buying gifts for all of their friends. It's hard enough to keep up with gifts to send. If you have small kids, they're constantly going to birthday parties. Like, buying gifts for their friends is hard enough. (laughs) So I just, I really like the idea of giving one-off gifts, like when it's just the perfect thing for that person or that moment in time and without any expectations around it. I feel like expectations are the key to happiness. Like if you have the right expectations, you're less likely to be disappointed. And the right expectations or like accurate or realistic expectations is what I mean can make or break the success of all kinds of and I often find that having no expectations at all is when the best stuff happens I mean that doesn't apply to everything but it certainly works for things like movies isn't it always the case that when you go into a movie expecting it to be amazing it's usually falls short but when you go in with no advanced knowledge or in like no expectations about what this movie is supposed to be about, you're often blown away. So, I mean, that happens to me all the time. Anyway, in general, I find that if I don't put so many heavy expectations on people or relationships, it like frees me up from being disappointed by what I thought other people should or would do. 
especially if I haven't told them <laughs> what I wanted them to do. So I guess that has nothing to do with this week's gift, except to say that it's nice when people give each other things because they were just moved to do it rather than out of any kind of obligations or expectations or norms. That That's all. And now it's time for the nonprofit donation portion of this episode. This week's nonprofit donation went to Shenandoah Valley Animal Services Center in Lyndhurst, Virginia. I made this donation through a race that I signed up for and ran over the weekend. The race is called the Mad Anthony Mud Run, and it's one of four annual races that make up the Run the Valley series. I do the mud run every year. I think it's like four years now since we've lived here. So it's totally awful because it's in the winter. It's freezing cold. Sometimes it's snowing and you run through almost knee deep icy cold water and throw yourself over and under muddy obstacles. But it's also fun. (laughs) So, and it's also now a thing. I, I feel like I just have to do it each year. Plus, I have a team, and a lot of them were injured or away this year, so there were only a couple of us. But my son, my oldest son, who's 17, was able to do it, so that was great. I hadn't been running for several months. Um, I Last year, I ran every single day for six months straight, and then I completely stopped. So it was a rude awakening to do this race, and I have literally been sore all week. When you sign up for the race, there's an option to add a donation to a nonprofit of, you know, whatever the organizers choose. So I'm not sure what it has been in the past. I think that they have done this same charity before, but this year was the Animal Services Center. So when I registered... I added on a donation. The Shenandoah Valley Animal Services Center takes in all stray, abandoned, and owner-surrendered animals from our local area. And their goal is to improve the lives of people and pets in our community by offering several community-minded programs, such as low-cost spay and neuter services, pet food assistance, and responsible pet rehoming services. So they they started in 2011 and since then they have lowered euthanasia rates and they have adoption services for all kinds of animals. I took a look at the photos that they have up for adoption and the cutest cat caught my eye and it said her name was Mia. So cute. So I was going to put a picture of Mia up for this episode, but when I went back to download her photo, she was gone, which actually that's a great sign. So little Mia probably has a, hopefully a new happy forever home. They even have barn cats available at this place. Um, Like if you have mouse problems, you just get a barn cat. And that's really great around here because it's a really pretty rural area, lots of farms. I'm so glad that I learned about Shenandoah Valley Animal Services and was able to make a donation as part of my run sign up because um, it seems like they're a great organization. So I was happy to 
be able to support them. Um, I am curious to know how much that partnership raised for the center. So, I mean, other than an automated receipt, I didn't get any messages about the results so far. I really feel like it would be great if the organization, you know, the animal services organization or the race company had sent a message to all the donors, you know, saying something like, you know, thank you for donating. We were able to raise X dollars for, you know, the Shenandoah Valley Animal Services Center, and that's going to help them do X, Y, and Z. I mean, that closing that loop would probably help people feel good about their donation, and it might make them more likely to donate again next year when they sign up. So, I mean, actually, a message to all participants would be great so that even people who did not donate could see that many others did, and maybe next year they'll consider it. So I feel like a little bit of follow-up on that would go a long way. I guess that would be my feedback um, from that donation. But uh, again, I was so glad to discover that organization. I just automatically think of the SPCA. Admittedly, I don't know a lot about this area because I didn't grow up here or anything. So um, it's nice to discover new places and to see what they're doing. And I found yet another one that seems to be doing great work and I was glad to support them. Oh, and I don't want to brag, but I did come in 200th place at the Mud Run. (laughs) I think two years ago I came in 100 places faster than that. (laughs) So I should really be ashamed of my current lack of training. But oh well. I mean, that's just the way it goes, I, I guess. My son came in 84th, and he's just a show off. So, well, thank you for listening today. And Hope to see you back here next week. So that'll just about do it for gift 10 this week with our pancake and syrup gift set for our buddy Chris and a donation to the Shenandoah Valley Animal Services Center. I hope you'll come back again next week to hear about gift number 11. It's going to be uh, possibly the cheapest gift so far. (laughs) I pride myself on finding, you know, perfect gifts that don't break the bank. So um, in particular next week, I think that will very much be the case. So I'll see you then. If you liked this episode, I thank you for giving it a shot. And I encourage you to share it with a friend. We could all use a little more positive content in our lives, eh? Also, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcast or Spotify and leave a review. If you have questions or comments about this week's gifts, or if you have suggestions for future gift ideas or donations, I'd love to hear them. Email them to me at 52gifts at bernadettemac.com. It's the number 52GIFTS at BernadetteMac.com. And be sure to check out the photos of each weekly gift at BernadetteMac.com forward slash 52GIFTS or on Instagram at 52GIFTSPOD. Support for this podcast is of the moral variety for now. 
and is provided by three of my brilliant friends who have really encouraged me to go for it. Thank you, ladies. And 52 Gifts is produced and hosted by Bernadette Mack. Our writer is Bernadette Mack, with research provided by Bernadette Mack. Our editor is Bernadette Mack. Social media support provided by, you guessed it, Bernadette Mack. See you next week. Thank you, ladies. Thank you, ladies.